I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Good start with a hot cough right off the bat. Thank you. You're welcome. We are both sick still. It's just like chest infections now. Chest infectories. (coughs) Sorry. We have stronger drugs this time. Much stronger. We've been sick for a hot second. I'm talking crack cocaine drugs. Yeah, we on that. Next level shit. I'm kidding, though, we're not. And it's just what the doctor ordered. Or have I got Doxalin or something? I don't know. We sick. I moved my chair a little bit closer because I can't really project my voice. Neither of us can very well project our voice right now. Yeah, I tried to project my voice and um, it kind of was non-existent. When I put on my podcast voice, I don't sound too bad. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I don't have a podcast voice. I just have me talking yeah. with a lot of vocal fry. 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 I can't talk. Don't make fun I of know, me. I know. I know. It's okay. English is only my second language. <coughs> What's your first? Sarcasm. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I can attest. Like, you should, instead of editing out all the coughs, make this episode a drinking game. And how many times we cough, people have got to take a shot. Okay, perfect. (laughs) We're coughing away from the microphone, so it shouldn't sound too bad when you come back and listen to it, hopefully. No, I mean, start drinking. (coughs) Oh, there's a shot. (laughs) Start drinking Yeah, you got to take a shot. No, I think you should edit out all the coughs. Okay, sure. After this one, because, like, that was a ramble. So, welcome to the podcast. I'm Belinda. I'm Brayden. You, me, and a poltergeist is the name of our poltergeist. Cast. Poltergeist. God. <laughs> we are your weekly chug from the paranormal jug. <laughs> it's a new thing I'm going to be doing. I'm just going to come up with some weird shit. You've been killing it today. What did you say today as we were walking into, was it Daiso? The fuck did you say? I don't know. You said something hilarious. I have oh. no memory of that. <laughs> you have no memory of two seconds ago. I don't. What are we talking about again? Natural hauntings. Oh, we didn't mention that yet. No, we didn't, but I thought I'd segue into it. We are talking about natural hauntings today, but before we do, let's just have a little... Chittery chat. Breather. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I finally napped today. I haven't been able to nap for the last few days. And then Brayden's homesick and they're like, yeah, we'll spend time together and cuddle. And I fell asleep for five hours. Yeah, what she thought was 
two minutes ended up being <laughs> five hours. Like, Brayden laid down with me, and I was like, you only laid down with me for, like, two seconds. And he was like, it was a half an hour. I napped with you for <laughs> a couple of episodes of The Good Place. <laughs> and I'm here like, it was just a couple seconds. <laughs> you don't know me. Yeah. Because you don't normally lay down and nap with me, and every time you cuddle me, you roll away. So I'm like, he was only there for a second. I still have plenty of napping time. I am averse to napping. But when you're sick, it's good. It's good to heal. Yeah, that's true. It's good to nap. I feel like naps are healthy, but at the same time, I feel like spending times doing, spending time <laughs> doing things, is more enticing to me than laying down unconscious on uh, anything. I had a great nap. Thank you for asking. That's good. Did you have any <laughs> dreams? I had this weird dream that we went to New Zealand with your family because Brayden's mum's from New Zealand and most of his family, obviously. And um, when we were there, your uncle or your family had a farm and they grew cars. And I wasn't accepted by the family because I wouldn't partake in digging up cars. Well, you know... There's wonder, no such thing as a car farm. I wonder what kind of thing you'd need to plant to grow a car. A couple of tyres. <laughs> a nut, perhaps. A nut. <laughs> Just the engine. Yeah. And then, bam, you've got a Ford XR6. Everyone's oh, wow. fucking dream oh, in Boganland. Imagine if cars grew from the earth. I'm not calling New Zealand Boganland, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what they call Bogans in New Zealand. Ben. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so sorry. Poor Ben. <sighs> My cousin <No>. Ben, <laughs> our New Zealand friend. Sorry, Ben. I'm only joking. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be a long podcast. It is. But you know what else is long? Your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Natural hauntings. Natural hauntings. Only joking. What are we talking about today, babe? Natural hauntings. <laughs> We've said I was it five gonna... times. Yeah, well, you know, some people at home like me may have short memories. They may have forgotten you by forgot, now. You forgot, didn't you? Without... You forgot that we already said it. I did. Yeah. But <laughs> also... All the skippers out there... <coughs> oh yeah, so many skippers People skip, I never skip Do you know why? Because I'm normally driving And you should not operate your phone while you're driving That's true But also, I tend not to skip That much Unless there's like a large segment of ads Yeah Like I'll listen if to one like or two ads Oh man, it's tough But understandable, because that's how you make money But mm-hmm. a lot of times, if they make it interesting I'll listen to it Yeah. But I don't think we have skippers because like, we don't have any... We don't have any followers. ...ads yet <laughs> in the front. I mean, you plug our merch enough that it may as well be an ad, so... Well, if we got paid more for it, then... Okay. I don't skip through my favourite murders ads because they read it as themselves and it's... Fun. It's pretty funny. Nice. I, I feel like there was something else we were going to talk about today. We, would, we said it while we were out. And I can't remember it. Yeah, and I don't trust yeah. you to remember it. No, I can't remember anything. I don't remember. I couldn't even remember the name of this that I wanted to do. I was just like, 
I'm gonna spoil it yet. But I was oh, like, yeah. you know, maybe this is the name. No, this is the name. And then I just ended up going most haunted nature thing in America. And then it popped up. I was like, Perfect. aha, that's it. Yeah, bingo. We are here now. We're gonna talk about naturally occurring natural places that are evil slash haunted slash paranormal. But is like a natural thing, not a man-made thing. So it's not a house, it's not a well. It's not a spooky <laughs> pair of shoes. No, it's not a haunted wedding dress. It's not a doll. Yeah. It's a nature nature place that is haunted. Yeah. Or has some kind of, like, devil shit going on. Brayden's just telling the cat not to eat down here. The dogs and cats and only cat and what we've got one cat, but they only come down here and annoy us when we're recording. Only ever, legitimately, they never ever bother us when we're sitting down doing stuff, unless we are recording and making audio things happen, and then the dogs are like wanting. It's their... my time to shine, yeah. motherfucker. The people they know me. Let me be <laughs> in the spotlight, <laughs> mum and dad. Please, to all your twelve adoring fans. And your grandma. <laughs> so, naturally occurring haunted spots. Shall I start? Yeah. Shall we just crack this podcast off? Let's crack it wide open. <sighs> oh, that hurts my throat. Yeah, it really does. So, did you know Transylvania is a real place? <laughs> I think you woke me up from my nap to tell me that. I did. I'm amazed. I thought Transylvania was fake. Like, uh... Wendigos or vaccines. Well, I swear that <laughs> I'm so joking, vaccines. Guys. I'm joking, guys. What the fuck is wrong? As a joke. I don't want to um, start a vaccine debate on our podcast. Vaccines are good. What was I about to say? Vaccines. <laughs> In the Rocky Horror Picture Show, yeah. he says, I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. And I said to mum, what, uh, is that a real place? And she said, no. Yeah. But now you woke me, well, I found out later that yes, it is. And then you woke me up and you're like, did you know Trans- Transylvania is a real place? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Hello, Hotel Transylvania. Yeah. I didn't know. It's in Romania. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. I thought it was some weird. I, I distinctly remember mum going... There's Pennsylvania. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. mm. maybe that's what they meant instead of Transylvania. Yeah. The naturally occurring haunted spot I have chosen is called the world's most haunted forest. Who would have guessed it, eh? I feel like every single spot that is haunted labels themselves as the most the haunted most. spot of this and this. And this is... Hayabotchu Forest, spelt H-O-I-A-B-A-C-I-U. Hayabotchu, Bachu, Hayabisu. I don't know. I'm just gonna call it. Is it hibiscus? Hibiscus, yes. <laughs> hibiscus forest. I'm just gonna call it the forest. It's How just about a that? forest with hibiscus plants. Absolutely. <laughs> so the forest covers 620 acres. In Transylvania, Romania, a location that I thought was fake up until about 
three hours ago. <laughs> so, this forest is actually referred to as the Bermuda Triangle of Romania. I feel like any place that gets the name the Bermuda Triangle of anywhere is bad news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <coughs> and this forest has a history of disappearances, supernatural phenomena happening... Phenomena. Supernatural phenomenon happening, uh, unexplainable natural terrain that they've tried to sort of figure out how it occurs scientifically and have been unable to explain it. Uh, ghost sightings, UFO sightings, witchcraft being practiced in the area, and reports of people attempting transdimensional travel in the forest. You mean like. They go astral travel. Or what were you going to say? Sorry, I thought trans and then I started thinking Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> but you know Maybe. what? They were aliens from Transylvania. They, well, hot damn, it makes sense now. Exactly. Okay, they wanted something. They were Rocky probably Horror from Hayabuchu Forest. Rocky Horror Picture Show, where you at? Exactly. It's one of my favourite movies, by the way. I know. I've heard you play songs and sing songs from it. Just, just sweet. Transvestite. Yeah, what's that dude's name who's the main guy in it? Um, Tim Curry. Tim Curry. He plays Pennywise in the very first Yes. He's, He's in the scary movie. Terrifying in it. And he has really long pepperoni nipples in the yeah. <laughs> scary movies. Anyway. Unfortunately, suffered a stroke and is now in a wheelchair. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. People who enter the forest often get feelings of unease. Anxiety, probably caused by the straight-up spookiness of this forest, because it is what you'd imagine when you imagine a creepy forest, just, like, darkened trunks of, like, oddly-shaped trees everywhere, and, like, low-hanging mist that regularly sort of passes through between it. It is, like, the epitome of a haunted, creepy forest. So that's probably where the feeling of anxiety comes from. And then people also report feeling watched while they're within it, which, you know, if there's some owls or something, or some deers, or, you know, something like that, just watching Animals. It. Animals. I don't know whether you can get that feeling. Have you ever had the feeling of being watched? Mm-hmm. In this house? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, my God. Before we go on, you should explain oh, what happened shit. last week. So, just a quick sidebar from all of this fucking nonsense. Now we got some volume. So, we recorded our Poltergeist episode, which you'll hear in it, or you heard in it if you've listened to it, that something touched me on my butt. I got very freaked out. And in the beginning of that podcast, I was mentioning how poorly our <laughs> poltergeist uh, mascot sort of logo thing yeah. was going to, was previously, before we'd made this room sort of more welcoming, was waiting in the distance to touch us where the sun don't shine, aka on our butts, and then something touched your and butt. And then I got touched on the butt. Super creepy. But then the next night, Brayden's at work... I'm just, what was I doing? I was, oh, I was just sitting on the bed watching some Gourmet Makes by Bon Appetit on YouTube. YouTube, thank you. It's my favourite show to watch. And all of a sudden, from the corner of my eye, so 
So our bed is situated in the middle of the room. In front of that is our chest of drawers with my massive TV on it. Just had to say it was massive. Um, then next to it is like this little bookshelf thing that I have for my aloe vera plant on. And then next to that is our mirror, a full length mirror. Now in front of the mirror, I was sitting in the middle of the bed, by the way, in front of the mirror, I saw, I swear to fucking God, it was Molly. Okay. Our dog. Our dog, Molly, who's a white and tan Jack Russell. She's predominantly white. Anyway, so I see, I swear I see her in the corner of my eye, this white dog figure. And I'm like, oh, it's just Molly. But then, like, lift up and drop to the ground. How high are we talking? Like, up to the height of our bed. So, like, a good foot and a half, two feet. Okay. Two feet. I don't know feet. Half a metre. How many subways? 50 centimetres. <laughs> Two subways high. <laughs> Two subways high. I, like this high. How high is that? That's like two and a half subways. Okay, so two and a half mouse. Mouse. Settle. So you're about two and a half subways high. <laughs> Accurate measurement. <laughs> Thank you. Almost as good as your Dragon Ball measurement last week. <laughs> I'm not good with measurements, okay? Mm. I've never been good with predicting heights, centimetres, metres, <laughs> kilometres, feet. All I know about feet are the two that I've got on my... There we go. Okay. Anyway, so it was about two subways high, two and a half subways yep. high in the air, and then dropped to the ground, and there was a predominant thud on the ground. Mm. And then I saw the figure, or what I presumed was Molly, run underneath the bed. But... There is no one underneath the bed because we blocked off underneath the bed because Mouse was going under there and being very aggressive. Like, this isn't something a dog can just run into. Yeah. Like, they'd have to try <laughs> for, like, 20 minutes to bury themselves barge in there. through. That we've got crates, suitcase, everything, like, just blocking off underneath the bed. And, um, I my first reaction is obviously to look. And I was like, oh, Molly, and looked underneath. I was like, wait... Molly couldn't have ran underneath the bed. What the fuck? And then I was like, Molly! And called out. Now that I've said Molly, she's probably going to come in. That's okay. And I called out to her, and she comes in from the kitchen. So nowhere to the where she was. Left of our bedroom. Completely in the opposite direction to where she was. So you saw her. Yeah. Her, and then I say. The dog spirit. And then I'm just like, okay, this is fucking uh. weird. And then I messaged Brayden, and Brayden's like, do you, me- do you need me to get mum to come down and bless and pray over the rooms? And I'm like, hold on, i got barbecue sauce on my shirt. Yeah, I love how that was your biggest <laughs> worry. Mum coming down and seeing your barbecue sauce shirt. Yeah, I don't need her to see me like that. <laughs> I think she's seen me worse. That's it. <laughs> she did come to my 21st. There were many barbecue sauce spillings. I don't remember. (laughs) Anyway, so Mandy came down and she prayed over the house and blessed all the um, exits and entries to the house, including the vents and everything um, of our little unit. It's been feeling good ever since. Yeah, we've felt great ever since. But she said she felt a very strong presence in our wardrobe. And I was like, I've been feeling this way since we moved in. 
I've, I feel like that fucking wardrobe mm. every time. And it, I don't like wardrobes being like an open space or... You want it closed if, off so you don't have to look at it. Yeah, I just... Oh, they're just so daunting when you look at them. And I think... It, and I've... You know, my thought to our walk-in robe was like, oh, look, I'm just scared because of movies and stuff. But you know what? I was fucking right. There was something in there. Yeah, it was creepy. And your mum got it out. Yep. And now we feel better about Thank our you, house. Mandy. Yeah, thanks, mum. So that's a bit creepy. It was very creepy. I think that's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, I think so. And a little follow-up there for you from last week's weird butt touch in the episode. Back to the forest. So locals rarely ever venture inside of it, as there are claims that those that do, particularly the locals, are subjected to physical harm, rashes, nausea, vomiting, migraines, burns, scratches, and many other ailments. Mm-hmm. So as soon as they enter those forests, apparently they just get fucked up mm-hmm. by some supernatural shit. Uh, that does not stop the UFO and paranormal community from uh, traveling within the bizarre forest. And Nicolas Cage <laughs> even went in recently. No. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, filming mm. a movie in the area. And there is also a superstition among the locals within Transylvania that those who Lava. enter never return. Ooh. Of course, they do. Okay. Otherwise, Nicolas Cage would be missing right now, and he is still, as I mean, I assume, very much alive and a person within the world. I saw a meme of a cat that looks like Nicolas Cage. Oh, really? Yeah, I just really wanted to put that in there. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking cute. <laughs> Nicolas Cage cat. <laughs> Missed opportunity if they didn't name their cat Nicholas Cat. Nicholas Cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about Nick Catalus? No, nope. 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 <laughs> so the name Hayabachu was given that and the whole forest was given that because of a shepherd and a flock of sheep that he herded into the forest that disappeared. Forever. And ever, and ever. They'll stay in the forest and they are missing. Forever. <laughs> yeah, so they're there. Well, they went in and were never heard of again. All oh, Jesus. 200 sheep. You know how big 620 200 acres is? Hundred sheep. That's a lot of sheep. You know how big 620 acres is? No. That's like 2.5 <laughs> kilometers squared. So it's not that big. I mean, mum and dad had two and a half acres. Okay, well, 300 times that, but 2.5 kilometres squared, roughly, is about the size of the area, so it's not that huge. You're giving me measurements. It's about 5,000 subways long and 5,000 subways wide. A lot of subways. That's a lot of subways. I know subways. what squared means, though. Like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can also do that. So, uh, 5,000 subways squared is fine. Okay. <laughs> so, 5,000 square subways. I thought you'd get confused square and thought subways? maybe they were putting the it on like square. bread slices instead. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if they were on set, if they were like peanut butter sandwiches, it'd probably be about <laughs> mm, a million peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> 
<laughs> your accurate measurements. Yeah. I love it. They're pretty accurate. I feel so, like I can visualize that better for some reason. Like, that's a lot of sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, not only did this shepherd go missing, reportedly, or so they say, mm. the local rumor is that a five-year-old girl went missing in the forest and came out five years later in the exact same clothes that were untarnished, having not aged a day. Someone found the fountain of youth. (laughs) Apparently, or it's just an urban legend that never actually happened. I'm going with fountain of youth. Or they transported to another plane. (laughs) Where time is just a figment of your imagination and... (laughs) The forest is like, you've activated my trap card. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they banished us they not god they, let me just say they banished the poor girl to the shadow, shadow realm. realm anyways so to the fountain of youth realm more <laughs> like it <laughs> so 95% of the reported activity happens within a central dead zone mm-hmm. which is a treeless circle in the center of the forest it is nearly apparently perfectly a circle and scientists have come to test the soil to find out why no plants grow there, and they have not been able to discover why. I've got you. Witches. Oh. Witches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And funnily enough, within this circle itself... Pentagram. No. Okay. Electronic sort of devices and stuff, malfunction and things like that. So there's probably a lot of magnetic waves from something within the area, maybe like a lot of iron deposits under the earth or something like that. Or... So witches would be drawn to that location. Absolutely witches. Or... Nothing to add? I'm going Salem Bitch Trials. Oh, yeah. Here we go. It's witches, for sure. So, on the land of the forest, there have been uncovered, I believe in 1978, they managed to uncover... Neolithic tombs from the very first Romanian people. Neolithic. That means roughly 10,000 years ago when they first started using farming equipment to begin the process of farming. Oh, wow. So they found houses and tombs and ruins buried within the land. Wow. Uh, Many bodies, of course, and... uh, Well, I mean, people don't live forever. Well, that's it. And the reports of uh, the apparitions that are often seen within the forest themselves are apparently oddly dressed like people of that time period. Because, oh. you know, we all have an idea of what people were in 10,000 years ago. Probably like, like a pair a of overalls. A rag, maybe? A pair of overalls. I wouldn't say overalls. I don't think they had the capabilities to be so fashionable. Big MC Hammer pants, then. This is in the 1990s. <laughs> Wait, yeah. was that 90s or 80s? I don't know. 90s, probably. Whatever. This wasn't Fresh Prince. This was... <laughs> <laughs> 10,000 years ago? I want to see... Hold on, let me Google. I need what to are see you Googling? 10,000... Fashion in the 8,000 BCs. 10,000... Ooh, that's a P. I can only assume it was pretty close to just caveman fashion. Years ago. Prehistoric clothing, shoes, and shoes. So, the center sort of dead zone is said to house such... a lot of animal skin, kind of like just tied to them. Yeah, 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 there we go. Kind of, like their shoes look like they're wearing pork roasts. 
Well, <laughs> well, there we go. Just tied hard to the feet. So, um... But people also ask, what were humans doing 10,000 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> fucking trying to survive. Yeah, shit. Still doing the same shit now, trying <laughs> to fucking survive. Sorry, babe. <laughs> <laughs> so the dead zone in the centre of the forest... <coughs> Sorry. ...is reported to have so much energy that people believe that perhaps the sort of energy from the dead zone trapped the souls of the Neolithic people there and their disgruntled sort of spirits in the afterlife are what are haunting the woods currently. (coughs) So there have been seen, like, glowing green eyes that follow people and watch them, Mm. and they're always sort of in darkness or, like, behind trees and can't be sort of seen with a body. Regular sort of sightings are spirit orb swarms not like a little refraction of light that you take in a camera, but like an orb that's like glowing that just flies around. They see like whole swarms of these things. You know in like um, The Simpsons when Mr. Burns is like an alien? Oh yeah, because he's hyped up on all of his drugs. And there's like just light flowing through the forest. Apparently mm-hmm. that sort of thing can be seen, but it's not Mr. Burns. It's thousands of tiny little glowing orbs that are just flying through the forest like will-o'-wisps. What if they're just fireflies? I feel like that's a very logical idea and probably mm-hmm. is fireflies. I mean, I will continue to think that they are orbs, for sure. Yeah. And as well, a regular occurrence and sighting is black fog. Oh, black fog. Yeah, yeah, not just your mm. rug- regular standard run-of-the-mill fog. We talk in some straight smoke fog. Smoke fog? Is it just smoke? Maybe just smoke <laughs> from campfire. The videos I've seen of that dead zone have a bunch of campfires on it, so... So it could just be just... Could just be smoke. Could just be <laughs> yeah, just... maybe just... <laughs> People seeing their smoke rising off their campfires and like, Oh damn, it's the black fog! Are they out there just doing mushrooms and then they're like... <laughs> they light up a campfire and they're like, Oh, black fog! Oh, oh my god, look, orbs! Just <laughs> a campfire. <laughs> <laughs> People on the other side of the forest are looking at this little dot of light in the distance, like, whoa! <laughs> There's just people in there just hallucinating, yeah. doing some mushies. <laughs> Next to them's like a fucked up Neolithic person high yeah. as well, like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly everyone's dressed in <laughs> pork roast shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there is a. Pork roast shoes and a loincloth. <laughs> So there's a guide to the forest who sort of takes people on tours after seeing how many people wanted to come there to sort of see pictures of UFOs or, sorry, get pictures of UFOs or paranormal activity or just do investigations and whatnot. Uh, A couple of people set up sort of guided tours within the forest. And one of them has claimed to have witnessed a group of 60 people trying to plan our travel in the dead zone. Oh. So enter another plane of existence. So get out of this place and into another. They're just putting down all their spell and trap cards. Spell and trap cards trying to get to another zone. Yeah, I'm down for that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So. Can I enter another zone where I earn more money? (laughs) That's all I want. Pass go. Collect $200. Yeah. I mustn't be at go yet. (laughs) So the guide himself did not 
report whether or not these people actually were transported to another plane or a local mental asylum. <laughs> Is that your joke? <laughs> so, uh, the supposed cause of this sort of planar uh, interdimensional gateway thing that's mm-hmm. in the centre of this dead zone comes from either one of three rumours that circulate surrounding this forest. So the first of which is that the forest was the home to the very first mythical people of the world, the Atlanteans. Atlantis. Oh. They were actually from Transylvania. Oh. And they live in water and are mermaids. Exactly. So their super technology that they had... Uh, somehow opened a portal to another sort of place beyond the stars or something like that, and that is where these people are going to when they try to transport. To Atlantis. Yep. Very plausible. All right. And rumour number two... (laughs) You're looking at me like, do you agree? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'd love to be a mermaid. (laughs) Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, rumour number two is that... These people are being abducted by aliens, or that this interdimensional portal, something or other, is a portal to uh, another sort of sort of a space jump mm. to somewhere. Because uh, this place was almost made completely famous by the fact that there's been numerous sort of photos taken mm-hmm. of the forest or above the forest of like strange hovering ships and things moving around. You know what? I, I do believe that we're not alone in this solar system, that there's someone else there out in the universe, mm. like there's another species or whatever. So they're probably hella advanced than humans. Exactly. We're so fucking stupid. Could be Atlanteans. Could be the Atlanteans coming back to be like, let's see what humans are like now. Well, still stupid. We'll come back in back another couple months. Back to the trench. Literally. Yeah. I recently listened to a podcast with Bob Lazar mm. on Joe Rogan Experience where he claims to that. have, well, he claims to have worked at Area 51 mm. and it was pretty interesting. Mm. I won't say much more than that. <laughs> like, for sure, I believe in aliens. If I'm oh, going to yeah. believe in ghosts and poltergeists and spirit dogs, 100% I'm going to believe in aliens. Yeah. What about this? Like, it's so self-centred of humans to be like, "Mm -mm -mm, we're the only intelligent beings out there. We could be, though. Nope. We have dolphins. I know. Think of the possibility, though, that another planet has reached the perfect combination of things that it needs to sustain life. I feel like it's possible. Oh, definitely. But it could be... Could also be... It's also a possibility that we're the first people to... Or first planet to have ever achieved such evolution. And then it's, it's also going completely pretty quickly. Too. That's definitely not what I believe, though. But that is a theory. Mm, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So, rumor number three. Okay. <laughs> of the forest. Are you going <laughs> to my voice? There? Okay. I just turned Mah. into a sheep. Yeah. Witchcraft. <laughs> I'm one of the sheep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all just turned into humans, and I'm uh, one of them. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so. Keep scaring Priscilla with your coughs. Yeah, well, get out of here. Pre-familiar. So, the third rumour is that old Drac, shout out Transylvania, Dracula, that old Dracula himself has a portal to the land of darkness. So, Dracula has a portal to the land of darkness. Yeah, like the upside down in Stranger Things. 
and he lures people through. That's it. Turning them into his vampiric minions before sending them back to do so his dirty work. So maybe Stranger Things is onto something. Maybe. They're onto some Stranger Things. Indeed they are. <laughs> so along with that, you know, um, the since there's so much sort of interference within the uh, dead zone, as it is, they're... Like with a lot of places that we've talked about, whenever there's like magnetic interference and stuff mm. like that, there is usually a lot of people who just go there to practice, you know, good old-fashioned witchcraft. And yes, do. the guides who are there re- uh, frequently claim to see sort of uh, symbols and uh, people practicing said witchcraft. Mm. You know what else is fun? What? The trees. You know what's fun about the trees? What? So, So, the trees themselves grow in such a weird way that it, it almost can't be explained by science. Like, it's like the branches begin growing one way, and then that turns into almost a stump, and then a new offshoot begins growing up. Like, it zigzags rapidly. And like, not, not like someone's Chopped cut it off. It off. No, it's just... It's just stopped and then come back and grown up. Is there any type of, like, wind interferences? No, because all the trees that sort of do that mm-hmm. do it in a clockwise motion. Oh, shit. Weird shit. Oh. And all of their bark shows signs of scorch marks. Weird, right? Like fire? Like fire, but not fire. Could it be, like, lightning? Maybe. If, I mean, maybe lightning's just being pulled down to this forest, but there's... Or it's just UFOs. Or it's like these little... What other These little orbs. Those little orbs, babe. Mm. Could be ball lightning. What? Right? Is That's that what you what meant to say? That's what I was going to say. Ball almost a dragon lightning. ball Z. <laughs> dragon ball Z. I wish they you shouted that out. <laughs> I'd be like, okay. <laughs> Explains a lot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, that's awfully weird. But yeah, there's lots of sort of weird apparitions that I've seen. People take photos all the time and get weird sort of outlines. A lot of the photos that I've seen uh, of faces, supposed faces, look very much like the people who are taking the photos are trying to look for a face. Oh. Like, a couple of dust particles line up and make a face and it's like, Shit, we got one. Or like a tree branch, like curls at the right time, and like there's a vaguely one eye and a mouth, and suddenly, you know, the world's on fire. Fair enough. How about yours? That's the way I like it, because I never get bored. So, what about you, babe? I'm eating trees. Do you, oh. have, a, do you have a natural phenomena? I do. You want to discuss? finish this cheese? Yeah, finish that cheese. I think anyone needs to hear me eating. <coughs> Speaking of cheese, sidebar. My best friend Renee, who's also my cousin. Um, at school, this one boy, Connor, would tease her for having like sliced cheese in her lunchbox. You know those... Hell, delicacy. Yeah. yeah. And would be like... Uh, and would be like cheese girl or something it was like so weird like 
Renee never got bullied either. That was like the only thing that she got bullied for by this one boy, and everyone else was like, "What's wrong with Cheese?" You know what's wrong with that boy? He liked her. Oh yeah, of course he did. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Why else would you call someone a name? But as we know, just because someone makes fun of you or hits you, and that's you know the kid's way of saying, "Oh, I like you." That's not okay. Exactly. So that means that, like, those hundreds of children that called me alien head when I was a child loved me. <laughs> and I was the most popular boy in school. Absolutely. Anyways. I had one girl tell me I smell like urine. Wow. Yeah. Did she I'll... specifically say urine? Yeah. That's ahead of her time. How old is she? she? I think we were in grade, like, six. Oh, that's not too good. Yeah. Come on. Get a bit of better insult. Yeah. Like, I don't know, this one group, like, this, oh, just fucking everyone hated me. And I, I, to this fucking day, do not understand why. Because then, and then, like, I hit high school and all the guys I went to school with were like, I really liked you in primary school. You were fucking mean to me, bitch. They all liked you, babe. They wanted to show you their dragon balls. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so damn mean, but what I'm trying to say is, Domestic violence is not good. Okay, there we go. There's a good message. Teach your damn kids that if they like someone, to tell them and not pick on them. Because we just need love. Well, we do. That sounds sarcastic, but... A friendly reminder from Belinda. We all just need love. And if you're mean to your child, just remember that will... Be like a domino effect or snowball effect, whichever one they use, and they will then be mean to other children. So, and also, bullies bully. If you make a voodoo doll of the child that is hurting your child, you can inflict physical harm on them. I mean, yeah, obviously, because <laughs> we're all witches. Yeah, yeah, that's what we are. We really. all practice voodoo. Anyway, that was the weirdest segue, but tangent. Little tangent segue. Hey, what is Started about off with you? cheese. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so I have a pretty good story. Tell us it. <clears throat> if you will. I was just taking a sip of lemon water. Lemon. So I just want to start off by saying I got all of my references, like all of the information, so these are the references from Wikipedia, ranker.com, the-line-up.com. MrLocalHistory.org and WeirdNJ.com We'll put a link to the references for these stories in the description where you'll be able to go and learn more. You sounded super Australian then. Where you'll be able to go and learn more. There we go. There we go. Alright, so I'm doing my story on the Devil's Tree. What in the bloody ghoulies is the Devil's Tree? Well, I'll fucking tell ya. Alright, so the Devil's Tree is a 200-year-old oak tree with some dead branches that grows in an undeveloped field on Mountain Road in the Martinsville section of Bernard's Township in Somerset County, New Jersey. New Jersey. Fuck New Jersey. It's a mouthful. Yeah, it's a fucking mouthful. So it's located across from private housing... And the local legend says that the tree is cursed and anyone who damages or disrespects the tree, usually by urinating it, 
urinating it. Urinating it. <laughs> Usually by urinating on it or making disapproving mar- remarks about it nearby, they will be harmed soon after, often in a car crash or breakdown while leaving the tree. Jeez. And can I just say... Cursed tree. Yeah, it's a cursed tree. So every single uh, website I looked on, they kept saying car accidents... But there's no such thing as a car accident. It's a crash because there's a contributing factor. Oh, so you're saying that none of these... So it wouldn't be an accident because the tree did it. Yeah, the tree fucking did it. No, this is annoying, literally. So my mum works for the uh, government transport and there's no such thing as a car accident because there's always a contributing factor. So like if you're on your phone, you crash into another car. It's not an accident because you're on your phone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just want to say their car crashes because the tree fucking did it. Get it correct. Otherwise, we're coming for you. And I'm not being sarcastic when I say that. And I know it sounds kill super you. sarcastic. Belinda hates you if you use accident. It's just... Like... <laughs> Do you reckon if you poured holy water on the tree to water it, it did become a god tree. I don't know, I didn't look up that. (laughs) (laughs) A common claim among many is that Bernard's Township was one of the central headquarters for the Ku Klux Klan, aka KKK, in New Jersey in the 1920s, and that the tree had been used to hang African Americans and rebellious slaves since the colonial times. Also, Members of the farming community who didn't share the clan's beliefs were executed at the tree as well. Jeez. The most left branch, which hangs lower to the ground and is more parallel, is supposedly the hanging branch. So that was the branch that was used to... Hang everyone. Hang everyone, yeah. Yeah. Lots of hanging in the last few episodes. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good way to anger a spirit. Good old hanging. You know, if you fucking hang them, they're like, what the fuck? What like, did I do? Bongo Road Jail. <laughs> yeah, I was about to hanging. say, what did I do to deserve to be hung? Yeah. A lot of people did a lot of bad things to be hung. Heaps, but not these people. Not though. these people. They were just African-American or just and... didn't believe in the KKK's beliefs. Yeah. The evil energy around the tree comes from the souls of dead men and women who were killed by the organisation. With this being said, there doesn't seem to be any documentation of the clan's hangings or even gathering at the tree. Or was everything related to this destroyed? Oh. Because, like, think about it. 1920s. There really isn't much of a documentating system, I guess. Like, libraries. No, really. There wasn't someone there probably taking minutes. Of the KKK, definitely not. Absolutely They're not. They're probably just like, wow, this is great. I need to write all of this in a book and publish it to a library. Exactly. Well, especially if they're hanging people, that's fucking illegal. You're murdering people as if... But it is what they believe to be their right, isn't it? Or something like that. Like, that's what they got to do. I don't make, don't make so, excuses for the No, I'm not. I'm saying... Definitely not making excuses for the KKK. No, I get what you're saying. I'm they, saying they that... thought it was in their right to do this because of what they believed. Yeah. So mm. therefore, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. What I'm saying is, as if they would have kept record of going and hanging people, because okay. that's incriminating evidence. Like you might be 
And 95% of them... Asshole, but you're not that stupid. 95% of them probably couldn't read or write anyway, so... Probably. <clears throat> anyway, we'll never know. Another claim to its hauntings being a farmer hung himself from the tree after murdering his family in the early, in the early 1900s, which I tried searching for, the, like, the farmer's name and shit like that. I couldn't find anything. That's, I mean... That's why this is all, like, rumours and claims and supposedly. Yeah, I mean, at the same... Yeah. True. But it's in the same time frame. I was going to say, there's definitely no recollect, like proper record of knowing whether or not 60 people tried to plane shift yeah. through a forest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, at that time, the land upon which the tree stood was used for raising crops. A mostly unproductive season um, sent this farmer into a depressed state. One day, he asked his family to join him for a picnic under the tree and proceeded to bludgeon them to death with an axe. Wow. He then hung himself and his lifeless body swayed in the breeze for hours. Visitors claim that the shadow of the hanging dead man can be seen. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's just, I love a bit of murder in my paranormal. I know, right? <laughs> That's your favourite. True crime and paranormal activity. Hell yeah. Two of my favourite things. I feel bad for his wife and kids who are just like, oh, finally, we get taken out to enjoy a nice picnic. And then they get bludgeoned to old, death. Old, dad, old dad's bringing an axe to picnic. Probably, oh, probably oh. going to cut down the tree. Cool, we'll use it for firewood. Firewood, right? right? Bonding exercise. Right. Cut down tree. Bond exercise. Bonding exercise. We carry back to house. Yeah. <laughs> Great group exercise. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bit of an inside joke. Sorry, guys. Um. <laughs> but yeah, so that was the end of that. Um, those who trek across the field to get a closer look often feel as if they're being watched. There are rumours that a mysterious man named Old Nick lurks between uh, lurks between lurks along the field's perimeter, monitoring visitor activity from inside his black Ford truck, which by the way, Americans in Australia, we call it a ute yeah. because it's technically a utility vehicle. It's not a fucking 16-wheeler. Yeah. It's a goddamn <laughs> ute. <laughs> but y'all Wait, so... call it a pickup truck. If anyone who disrespects the tree by kicking it, spitting on it, or trying to destroy it, he'll tear across the field at high speed, but then will disappear to a certain point down what the road. What the hell? Old Nick is a spectre. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> there is. Where did I put it? That's probably why all these people are getting in car crashes. Old Nick's probably follow them out while they leave, and then you know, pit maneuvering them while they're on their way home. Are there photos of the tree? Yeah, they're just Google it. The Devil's Tree. I'm gonna look it up right now. So yeah, at, at a certain point, the the truck will just disappear. Um, there is one story. Obviously, it has to do with teenagers and urination. Um, a teen and his friends were driving past the tree, and to prove he wasn't scared of the tree and his and its supposed hauntings, he got out of the car and urinated on it. The tree took its revenge immediately as his car became uncontrollable. At one point, it accelerated on its own, then hitting another tree down the road. Nobody was seriously injured, but I'm sure those teens believe the Devil's Tree's power is not to be messed with. 
Jeez. Um, so others say they hear voices screaming from the bark, and this is from Matt W. Um, this was a quote I found on the weirdnj.com, which is Weird New Jersey, by the mm-hmm. way. I'm sure we figured that out. <clears throat> we all have heard the story of not messing with Devil's Tree. So we were smart and didn't mock the tree. We went right next to the tree and put our ears next to the bark. We heard sounds of screaming and children playing. Ew, heard the children playing before old mate hacked them down with the axe. Right? That's what I was thinking. And then the screaming is probably all the souls of the poor people who got hung from it. got hung there. It's It's horrendous. Ugh. Um, Speaking of bark... (laughs) Very nice. Thank you. Some people have taken chunks of it and then report to see an old man... Standing at the end of the bed at night. Maybe if they return the bark and say sorry. He'll go away. Wow. Mm. Could be the old old Nick. Could be old Nick. Maybe. He's followed know. them home in his car. <laughs> and he's just like, come back the fucking woods. <laughs> um, other give visitors back my have... fucking a- bark. <laughs> just give him back the bark and he goes home. Fucking super glues it back super on the tree. Super glues it back on the tree. <laughs> You are complete. <laughs> He's the one that's making all the. Yeah, never mind. Um, so other visitors have reported seeing shadowy figures from the corners of their eyes when they take bark from the tree. Oh. Yeah. So no matter, hey, you take shit from the tree, you go and see something. Don't take shit from the tree. Don't take anything. Don't from the fuck tree. around with haunted locations. So one of the weirder rumours I found was if anyone who touches the tree will find their hands have turned black if they um, then go to try and eat at a restaurant. Really? Yeah, it's weird. That's a very odd rumour. Yeah. Also that a strange oil-like substance transfers to their skin after after touching it and it's incredibly hard to remove. So you're talking about sap? Maybe. But maybe it's also a black substance that's oily. Oil, in other words. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wrote here, have they tried coconut oil? Everyone knows <laughs> coconut oil is the answer to everything. <laughs> so this is another quote from Melissa C. from the weirdnj.com. Um, My friends and I went to the devil's tree one night and got out of the car and touched and touched it. Afterward, we went to Applebee's to get something to eat, and everyone that was sitting at the table suddenly had all of our hands turn black. We don't know why, but it just but it took us two and a half hours to get the blackness off our hands. Oh. Mm. I have some more things from um, weirdnj.com, and this one's by Steve K. At the time of our arrival to the Devil's Tree, there was a six-foot noose hanging from the big branch, which extended out from one side. We noticed what looked like claw marks from a person or very large animal. To get a better view, myself and a friend climbed the tree to see if any unique marks were further up. After we climbed up, um, we were sitting on the branch trying to remove the noose. As we sat on the branch, we began to hear noises coming from inside the tree, When these noises grew even louder, a big bang sounded and a burst of energy came from the tree, sending myself and my friend flying into the air. When I crashed to the ground, I landed on my ankle, breaking it in two places. Jeez. That's so crazy. 
A spirit bomb of sorts that just suddenly bursts them out of the tree. You know it can be blamed for that. Underwater rivers. Underwater rivers. Just a burst of energy. Those downdrafts will get you. They will. So this is a story by Kirk S. And he tells this after he visited um, the tree on a winter's day. And this is from Ranker.com. They had a link to uh, hauntedusa.org, but the link wasn't working, so I don't know if it's still up. But So I got this directly from ranker.com, mm. and I couldn't find the original source. So um, We went up to the tree and noticed that all the snow around it was melted. After we touched the tree and gotten back on the road, a black truck with some very bright lights started tailgating me like crazy, doing 85 miles per hour. I have no idea what's, what it was. That's like 100 and... 120 or something? Probably about that. Yeah. Pretty fast. Pretty Pretty fast. Pretty damn quick. I go 120 on the highway sometimes, so... I just, like, slow down until it has to hit me. Or it's old Nick and he just drives through me. Or he hits me and then I die. No, that's wrong. You never know. (laughs) You just die? Yeah. Well, if you have a seatbelt on, you'll be alright. Going 120 kilometers an hour. Don't think a seatbelt's going to help you. It could help. You might not go through the fucking windshield, lose your head, get decapitated. Yeah, true. At least if you die, like, your body's intact and I can still do a viewing. Gosh, I love you. Okay, I just worry about you. Anyway, um, going 85 miles per hour down a windy road. I was scared. All of a sudden, the truck's lights and the truck disappeared. My fan belt snapped. Jeez. Then just last week, we went up to the tree with a bunch of friends. We took a Polaroid picture of it, and to our astonishment, when the picture developed on the right side of the tree, there was a lady with a red dress hanging from what looked like a noose. How about we see a picture of this Polaroid picture? I couldn't find it. Oh, no, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about this this guy. guy. What the hell? If you've got such explicit, uh, exposing evidence about the tree, Mm. for sure... Give us Share a look. Share the Polaroid, yeah. right? I'm thinking maybe it was on that hauntedusa.org, but... Let me have a look for it. Yeah. You look for it, and I'll keep reading. Go for it. So, uh, Weird NJ Reader, just uh, read this description of the Devil's Tree is, There's a big field, and right near the road is the tree. It's the only thing in the field, supposedly. It's a portal to hell, and a centennial guard guards it. He drives an old black Ford or pickup truck and will chase you down the road until a certain point. You'll see headlights one second and next nothing. The car is just gone. So the satanic guard of the tree Mm -hmm. drives a Ford. Drives a Ford. Right on, right on. Drives a Ford you. Well, I guess we know now. Did you find the picture? No, there's no no picture. No picture? Don't drive a Ford. (laughs) <laughs> Try telling that to like 80% of Australians. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so in the wintertime, residents claim that no snow will collect at its base. We went to Devil's Tree in December when the ground was snow-covered. However, an 8 by 12 foot circle... Again, feet. I don't know. A lot of eight subways. Sandwich, uh, eight subway sandwiches. A lot of subways. If it was like little peanut butter sandwiches, probably talking about like 100. 60, okay. Okay. 110. Okay. You'd so, be lucky. Okay. So, however, an 8 by 12 foot circle of ground area, the tree was totally bone dry. Later, when we were driving home, one of our friends thought 
he was cool because he took a piece of bark off the tree and had it on him in the car. We pulled over the car, yelled at him, and made him throw it out the window. That was from Damien from weirdnewjersey.com. Wow, lucky he threw it out the window. Right. Otherwise, old Nick would have come a-knocking <laughs> for his bark. How about turn around and take it back to the damn tree? Put it on there, leave. Right, glue it back on. Glue Duct it back tape, on. whatever you Duct got left it. in your boot. Yep. A bit of rope. Yeah. Anything. Done. Anything. I went up to the devil's tree this past mischief night, which must be something in America, hmm. with two of my friends, both of whom were girls. I just wanted to scare them. I told them all the stories and tales that went along with it. I parked the car and proceeded to get out and walk to the tree. I got within arm's distance and reached out and touched it as I had many times before. It's kind of like a ritual I have. When I placed my hand on the tree, a single strike of lightning illuminated the sky. I don't know what caused it to happen, but when I touched the tree, the lightning struck. And when I took my hand off, the lightning disappeared. It could have been coincidence or could have been paranormal proof of the legend's truth. Either way, I thought it was cool and it scares the hell out of me now. Cool. That's from Brian D. Wow. Well, I mean, for him to say that the lightning disappeared as he took his hand off the tree. Lightning generally is pretty quick. You touch it. You see a lightning strike, you jump, and then the lightning's gone. Exactly. <coughs> I don't think it was a full-on lightning storm. No. But lightning's generally Imagine pretty just, quick. <laughs> he's not playing patty cake with the tree. Just patty cake. Causing patty cake. A... Strike me down. <laughs> yeah. I am reminded of an incident which recur- occurred about eight years back when I was in high school concerning the Devil's Tree. We had all heard the legend of this infamous spot... And there was so much, and there was much talk of it around my school. One night, my friends and I decided to pay it a visit and see how true the legends were. Uh, we headed out and came upon the tree. We all began to have bad feelings, and decided to scrap our idea of actually getting out of the car and approaching the scene. We turned around and then left the incident. About a week or so later, the talk of the tree began to escalate, and one of the kids in the popular crowd began saying that it was all a bunch of bullshit. A few days later, his mind would be changed forever. Oh, what happened to old Jock? Well, let me tell you. Tell me about Mm -hmm. it. This guy and a carload of other rowdy types decided... Is this written in the, like, 1950s? A couple of rowdy types. This guy and a carload of other rowdy types decided to go to see the tree that weekend. They hopped in their automobile. (laughs) On Friday night, they get in their automobile. (laughs) (laughs) They began their journey up to the mountain to see what it was all about. A friend of mine was in that car, and his story is as follows. follows. Oh, dum-dum-dum. Apparently, after cruising back and forth several times, the kids were getting bad vibes and wanted to leave. The kid who was driving and who was the one proclaiming in school that the story was bullshit became angry at the wimps for having bad feelings. Because this guy's such a badass, he can take this tree on an old Nick himself. I bet he has one of those varsity jackets but doesn't even play football. Oh, yeah. He's probably got an IQ of about five. Probably. And it's like... The tree. Is that <laughs> is that terribly insensitive? The tree is bullshit. 
That's about accurate. That's super accurate. I bet he also drives a pickup truck. Oh, yeah, him and old Nick. Him and old Nick just fucking just hightailing it down the old town road. Having a old town road. Having a drag race. <laughs> yeah. At the end, they get out and talk about their car's engine. <laughs> old Nick's just like... They both have Fords. <laughs> just pointing at his invisible engine like... That's the sound that old Nick That is engine. Engine good. Summer job, pay for engine. <laughs> and he's like, your soul pay for engine, motherfucker. And he takes his soul. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so he stated to his friends that he was going to prove once and for all that the story was nothing and that he wasn't phased by it. He pulled his car over on the side of the road right before the bend and got out. Marching up to the tree, he began yelling challenges to the so-called spirits. Nothing happened. So to further prove his fearlessness, he pulled down his pants and urinated all over the base of the tree. Still, nothing happened. He muttered, oh, he muttered an I told you so, and got back into the car. After starting the car, he began to drive towards the bend in the road slowly. Suddenly, without warning, the gas pedal of the car became flawed and sped up all by itself. Surprised at what was happening, the guy was unable to control the car. It skidded out of control and collided into a tree. The kids in the car sustained minor injuries, but the car was totaled. I'm pretty sure this is based off of that bit that I earlier said, by the way. should have mentioned. I showed the stories of the Devil's Tree featured in your magazines to my sister. As I told the tales aloud, she became very pale. When I got the part about the headlights which follow... Which follow you, then go some, then go out suddenly. I asked her what was wrong. She replied, oh my god, I went up there about a year ago and got chased by the same black pickup truck. Oh wow. It was severely tailgating me, and when I got a short distance away, the lights were suddenly gone. She and I have never gone back since then. Creepy. Mm-hmm. Woohoo. So... <clears throat> With that all being said, the old oak is reportedly hot to the touch and impossible to destroy. Many have tried to cut down the tree in vain with axe and saw marks scarring the trunk. Mm. You saw the pictures? I did indeed see some pictures. I just looked it up and there is indeed axe and saw marks in the butt. Who would have guessed it? (laughs) Well, at least there's picture evidence of it. Unlike half this shit. Mm. Um, the devil's tree has been burned, scratched, and had chunks of bark ripped from it, as the stories have told. Yeah. These attacks have led the Bernard's Township to wrap the base of the tree in a chain-link fence to deter vandals. Um, anyone trying to cut down the tree will come to an untimely end. Everything from car crashes and freak storms to suicide and murders that have been blamed on the oak's sinister influence. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought a tree could have such a horrible so effect? Much. But what would explain all of this? Oh, of course. There had to be rumours and claims of the tree being linked to the underworld. Please tell me about this hell tree. Well, well, well. Oh, I assume it doesn't get called the devil tree for, for no nothing, reason. Right? Do yeah. tell me, do tell me. So, there's been spray-painted demonic symbols on the tree trunk, of course. And a nearby boulder known as Heatrock, as its name suggests, is too warm throughout the year. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it is also said to be the portal of hell. So they're both situated in the same area. So people are like, well, the rock's the portal of the hell. It's hot. The tree must be from hell. It's also there we go. hot. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's perfect logic. Exactly. It's perfect uh, well, dumb five like, IQ jock guy logic. Exactly. Rock hot. Tree, tree hot. hot. Hell. Hell. This, this hell. This hell. With these rumours, some steer clear of the tree completely. Those people are what we call intellectuals. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas others take great delight in taunting the dark forces inhabiting the area, such as this dude. <laughs> you, tree dumb. <laughs> Me, man smart. Urinate on tree. I pee. I pee. Oh, ah. I told you so. I told you so. <laughs> he, like, he started out Russian and then he went like super weird German. <laughs> like a Swedish German. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, I told uh-huh. you so. Don't make me run. I'm full of chocolate. <laughs> Und we on tree. <laughs> and we on tree. <laughs> so the Bernard's Township once planned to develop um, on the land... But they soon revise this intention. Uh, sorry, reverse this intention. However, choosing instead to protect the tree surrounding the property. Today, a nearby sign actually identifies the field as a public park. It closes a half an hour after sunset. So they've also they've put a chain link fence around it as well um, to deter any vandals. Yeah, I saw that as well in the pictures. Mm-hmm. There's like a actual fence wrapped around the base of the tree. Yeah, like they literally, they boarded it up. Yeah. So, so that you can't keep cutting at it. So people won't die when they cut it down. Exactly. And it's a protected tree now. It's like heritage listed or whatever they do over there. Imagine like all those spirits. <coughs> if someone was to cut it down, imagine like all those spirits that just like flow out of it, all just the angry. Release. It's like, ah, and then old Nick's like... Riding well, over in his Ford to hit you. He's like going around to everyone going, I fucking told you so. What did I say? What did I do? That's why I tailgated I you. I warned you. Get you the fuck yeah, out of yeah. there. The dude who probably closes up the park is old Nick. It's probably old Nick. They're like, hey old Nick. Can we got a job for you? Yeah. He's like, fuck yeah, I'll do it. Tell me about it. He's actually just some crackhead in a Ford. <laughs> Who tailgates people then turns he's the lights a, he's off. He's only got enough petrol to tailgate down yeah. to like halfway in the road. And it seems to be a link that portals to other dimensions were. Yeah. Quite mentioned. How surprising. This podcast, whether it was a portal to hell, a portal or to, to Dracula's aliens land, a portal to the outer space. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Exactly. You know. Portals. Anything. Portals. Is the name of this episode. Portals is the name of this episode. I don't know. It's probably going to be something else. Uh, it's going to be someone else. That's okay. a lame one. Portal is the name Portal. of the episode. Portal sounds like a type of uh, sea creature. A portal. A portal. <laughs> like a turtle. Like, kind of like a, a manatee. Porpoise cross a turtle. Turtle. <laughs> tortoise. <laughs> a turtle is a turtle cross a tor- tortoise. Did I say any of that right? I I really got a turtle is a dandy thing. A turtle? Yeah. Should be a real thing. Turtle man. Like, I'm sure a tortoise and a turtle have tried to do it. 100%. Uh, A Galapagos tortoise. Uh, So, yeah, trees and portals and shit. Aliens and dumb high school kids. And Neolithic. (laughs) 
Roast fucking <laughs> shoes. Roast pork shoes. That'll be the episode. Roast name. pork shoes is the Roast name of this pork episode. Shoes. I like having a creative episode because then people are like, what the fuck? What? They're talking about roast pork shoes? They're like, I want to well, know where this comes into play. Yeah. Alright, so, you know, hey, that's a fun like, episode. Like Jenna's, it's a corn corn on the cob, but without <laughs> the, the corn bone. bone, it's a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for the fuck constant... me, she's funny. Sorry for the constant coughing, or I'm sure I'll probably edit it all out. But, but there's probably some parts where it kind of can't. Yeah. yeah. And also, sorry if we're coming across a bit lower than usual. It's a bit hard to project our voice when our throats are constricted by bronchitis. I'm, yeah, I've, I'm very vocal fry and I will do my best to get better so that our next episode I don't sound like, like this. Like this. Like I sound like the grudge. The grudge. The grudge. Anyways, you Maybe can. Maybe if I sing the whole episode now. So you can. So you can find us on Facebook at You Me and a Poltergeist. And Instagram, I almost said Twitter. We do not have a Twitter, but Instagram at You Me and a Poltergeist. You can follow our own personals. Mine is B A M B I M A C C S. That spells Bambi Mackers. Mine and is Braden, Braden Farbash, B R A Y D O N. Number 5A. Yes, and you can find us on every good podcasting network where podcasts can be found. Totally. You can also find some merchandise in the description where we will be selling different things of Absolutely. all kinds. Absolutely. Absolutely. And do you know what else? What? Exercise regularly. And don't forget <laughs> to do that. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 